0: Randy, first of yeah. all, welcome welcome to the Ball and Gym podcast. I am your co host, Prentice Beverly from Ball and Prep. Uh, I want to invite one of my favorite people, not just basketball players. But I had to hit up with my girl, Randy Brown, man. she professional player, uh, when you know, standout. Had wanted to bring a podcast. You know, during these troubling times, you got kids, you know, these 2021s would be lucky if they even find a scholarship right now <laughs> with all the stuff going on. But I want to know there is hope out there, and I wanted you to come on and share your story. First, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and where you're playing now?
1: Um, My name is Randy Brown, as he stated. I'm currently not playing anywhere. I finished my second season in Iceland, which I didn't even get to finish the season because, our, uh, because of the virus and everything like that. I got sent home like a month early, but right. uh, I played my second season. I played the first part of my second season in Morocco. I was, I went to Morocco to play in a tournament for two weeks, and then. How was that? It was really nice. I, <laughs> I
0: bet Morocco. That, that sounds exotic.
1: Yeah, I, it was. It was nice. I enjoyed it. The fans were great. The people were great. I really enjoyed it. And then I came home for like four days, and then after that, I flew right back out to go to Iceland and I was okay.
0: nice for the remainder of the season nice but you, you once you once you get over your injury you plan on going back overseas correct
1: I definitely do hopefully I'm, I'll be ready to go back um, around December hopefully my physical therapy goes well and I can be going back around Thanksgiving time but I won't, I don't want to rush it so December for yeah. sure I'll be going back
0: okay so you I just wanted uh, reason another main reason I want to get on like you're you are playing professional basketball. If you go back to your just your high uh, being recruited at high school, would you have ever imagined that you'd be playing pro ball? Um,
1: yes and no. I never. I, it was always a dream of mine to play professional basketball, but sometimes I would get a little discouraged, and I didn't know if that was really what I wanted to do, or if I would actually be doing it. But now right. that I am doing it. You know, I just it's just really a blessing to be able to. Travel how I travel and meet the people that I meet and see the things that I get to see. Like, it's just, and to come back home and to see the difference in where I actually live and where I'm from, and just to go overseas, and it's like, and I enjoy both places. Like, I enjoy being home and everything like that. But then right. just to go overseas and just be around the nature and everything that's overseas, it's like definitely a blessing that I get to do that. So,
0: that's awesome. So, that being said, can you? I, I I remember your journey from like we used to have conversations way back when. Especially down the time when you were being, uh, uh, when you was making your decision for your college, can you just talk about that a little bit and your experience, just to get some hope to p- kids who think, you know, that, that that everything's dire right now when it really's not. There's always hope.
1: It was rough when I was in high school because I actually didn't think I was going to get recruited. I didn't think I was going to get get a scholarship or anything like that. And um, not many people know this, but I always said that if I would not have gotten the scholarship to go to school playing basketball, if I would not have gotten the basketball scholarship, I would have gone to the army. I did not know that I would have definitely gone to the army. I didn't know
0: that, and we we used to talk about it. We we ain't never talk about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I would have definitely, definitely gone to the Army if I wouldn't have gotten a basketball scholarship, but um, just, it was it was tough seeing everyone else, and I actually signed in the late signing period, uh, right, so it was tough to see everyone else signing early, and then I didn't have any offers, I didn't have the offers that I wanted, my offers didn't start coming until towards the end like right before signing and right. I had um, I had an office from Tulane I had an office, I had an office from Ole Miss and uh, Alabama was interested but LSU You're was my sit- dream school and at right, the time right. I didn't really know at the time I didn't really know how all of that worked so I was just waiting for LSU to show interest which the smarter decision would have just been to sign to you know a different school that was interested in me as well but um everything you
0: know well, for I remember at the time if you remember our conversation I don't know if you remember this conversation when you was considering walking on the LSU remember that
1: yes yes I was even considering that do, um, do you remember
0: what I told you <laughs>
1: see
0: how good your memory is do you remember remember what I said
1: no but I know was something about if I had a scholarship to take the scholarship
0: that's exactly what I said. <laughs> and I was like, "Why go pay for something when you can get something?" And what I like about what you did was you, 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 you know, you. I, I could tell you was really heartbroken, and I, I was, I was hurt, because I was like, "Man, what the heck?" But you end up making a decision that I think might have been the best decision you could have made. What do you think?
1: I agree. Like I said, everything happens for a reason. Um, I loved my time at UNO. It was, it was amazing, and to see. And I'm I'm definitely glad that I went there because, and not even just me as an individual player, but me and the girls I came in with my my freshman year, and just the team that we had all all four years. Uh, right. Just the difference that we made when that in that mm-hmm. program in general, like like now like now and then it's so different and we talk about it because we still have our group message from when we were in school for my sophomore year all the girls right my sophomore year. but and then and we talk about it all the time we're like y'all like the girls that are there now it's like y'all are so lucky and like they complain about some stuff but it's like y'all are lucky y'all get stipends now y'all are getting a new y'all get, just they just got a new court <laughs> Everything, like, yo, we did not have all of that. Y'all getting Mardi Gras jerseys, all of this stuff. We didn't have all of this when we, this is the stuff we were fighting for. And like, we didn't I know. It, but it's like, we see y'all getting it now. So that's just definitely, I, I'm definitely glad that the, the athletics for women, especially women's basketball has turned around because when I was there, especially my first two years, it was hard for us to even get stuff for our pink games like we didn't even have pink jerseys for our pink games but it was just so hard for us to get pink headbands for our pink games and pink socks and everything like that like it was our breast cancer game and the other team the visiting team ran the pink jerseys you know so it was it, right. was, tough. it was it was tough and, but to see how everything has like done a complete 180 and they're getting more stuff they're getting multiple pairs of shoes they're getting all this gear that they want like that, are i'm really like glad that the, it turned in that direction for the whole program because when i was going there let me tell
0: you it was a struggle hey it's almost like the uh the house that, that randy built now huh <laughs> y'all set all that up i mean y'all did y'all laid the groundwork i mean yeah. you you end up being matter of fact i know your, your freshman year was tough you, was. you know you you fought but you know what you didn't you didn't try to run away and transfer you stayed there and fought You ended up being one of the top players in the country in fact, if I remember correctly, the year you came out, you end up being listed on the uh, on on a couple teams' board, draft board for the WNBA, right? Yes. And that, I mean that's just awesome to me. And that's why I, I wanted to tell you a story. I was like, listen to me, man. This young lady wasn't even sure if she's gonna get. Didn't go to did go to dream school. You weren't even sure if you're gonna even get to go play college bas- basketball. And you end up playing professional basketball.
1: let Just journey, talk about that. The whole journey was just kind of, it was just rough. I've always, in my life, I've always dealt with adversity. When it's come to basketball, so the whole journey with me playing basketball was just tough because uh, there was just always some type of adversity or some type of um, problem on every level. So, right. the college is the same thing. Um, it was tough. My freshman year, I didn't, like, believe really, a lot of people don't know. My freshman year, I actually didn't play that much.
0: Um, I know. <laughs> my,
1: my my freshman year, and when I was uh, – because we, we went to summer school. So, in summer school, I was doing really well. Uh, I was, like, one of the younger players uh, out of the freshmen uh, on the team. So, we were, I, I was, like, one of the youngest ones. And I was a little nervous, but for the most part, everything went well. In the summer so when well, we're doing our closing meetings with, with coach uh in the summer and now and now we laugh about it but back then I was like so pissed about it because um coach Davenport and she's like I can honestly say she's probably um one of one of if not my favorite coach that I've ever had because she wasn't just a coach for me on the basketball court she was like a life coach for me as well it's a lot of stuff that she did still to me that makes me the person i am today and like for that i will always 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 appreciate her because she was definitely like my mom away from home and i wasn't even that far away from home so she, like, she always took care of me she always made sure I was
0: like, um, yeah you definitely went far from home you was around the corner wasn't you
1: yeah <laughs> like an hour from home but right. she she always took care of me and when i was a freshman you know she was like yeah we're gonna look for you to come in and play this and do this so i'm like okay like i'm excited i'm ready for the season season comes i remember i played 20 minutes my first game as a freshman and that was like i was like okay i'm getting pretty good time i played 20 minutes and it was pretty much like that before our conference before we started conference so it's pretty much like that you know i played 18 minutes here 20 minutes there and i was like right with that I'm a freshman. I'm coming off the bench. I'm playing like these times. Then we got in the conference. And when we got to conference, (laughs) I went from playing 18, 20 minutes here and there to five minutes here, five minutes there, two, 10 minutes. I'm like, what is this? I'm on the phone (laughs) with my mom. I'm like, mom, I'm ready to come home. Like, What is this? I was like, mom, I used to play basketball growing up. I played basketball with, um, with boys. When we, when you're younger and you first start playing basketball, like, I was playing with girls, but then when I got older and you're playing rake basketball and stuff like that, I was playing with boys. And right. I, didn't even, I didn't even sit the bench when I was playing with boys. I was starting when I was playing with boys. So I was like, I'm not about to get here in college and I'm sitting the bench and not even playing. So right. I was asking her who had me, meetings, I'm asking Coach Downford. I'm not like, Coach. Like, so like, group you do, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is, right, is right. what? What, a, so what am I doing
0: wrong? Right. <laughs>
1: what? What is there? What? What is? What can I do better? You know what I'm saying? So, um, she was just saying, you know, just be more vocal and uh be more vocal in practice. And I need you to be more of a leader or whatever. whatever. I'm like, coach, if you want me to be a leader? I'm a freshman. Not only am I a freshman, I like probably. <laughs> the youngest person on the team. I'm like the youngest person on the team. If not, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what do you want me to do as far as being a leader? And we have like three or four seniors on the team. What do you want me to do? No one's gonna listen to me. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you want me to do? And at that time I was really, really shy. I was really shy. So- What?
0: No, not you.
1: (laughs) I didn't talk much. I was shy it was crazy when i went on i I went to you know on my visit she told me this like when i was a senior when i went to you know my visit i I wear glasses and everything like that and i always had my backpack on it's like my security thing my glasses so um i I really feel like i'm the little kid off um big daddy when he puts his sunglasses on he was like where's julian i can't find julian so that's how i am (laughs) i'm like in stealth mode when i have my glasses on so uh, I, I walked in the gym i had my glasses on i had my backpack on and Aaron was like who's that little nerd or whatever like she said everyone on the team was like who's that nerd like can she even play basketball and stuff like that so <laughs> when when that happened so when that happened i was like okay so i'm like again they were saying this about me before i even started coming here so why do you think they're gonna listen to me why do you think i'm right. gonna be this this leader so I'm like, okay, so I start being a little more vocal in practice. So then I had another coach. She's actually a head coach for Jackson State now. Her name is uh coach Reed, Coach Tamika Reed.
0: Oh yeah, I know Tamika.
1: Yeah, she was she was our uh, she was my assistant coach, she was our post coach when I was my freshman year. Right. So then she started telling me I'm being too vocal. So I'm like, Okay, you're telling me I'm not being vocal enough, you're telling me I'm being too vocal. So I'm like, Okay, what what's going on here? So then I was yeah, still confused. So then it got to a point I was like I'm just gonna stop asking and just gonna start doing more. So from then I started staying um after practice and getting extra workouts with coach uh coach English. I started um staying coming early uh, game days. I was at the gym, like she had us being coming to the gym an hour and a half before games. I was getting to the gym three hours before the game, getting the whole workout with Coach Keith, three hours before the wow. game. Yeah, so Three hours before I'm in there getting a the whole workout with Coach E before the game. And then I would uh our workouts would be maybe like thirty to forty minutes. Uh he didn't want to tire me out too much. And then I would go get my treatment, change my clothes, and then by that time, by the time I finished that that's when my, my teammates were coming in, um like an hour and a half before. So then I'm getting ready and everything like that. So by the time workout started, I'm like sweating. Like by the time they get to the gym and I don't have four, I'm like sweating. I'm changing clothes, I'm putting my game clothes on and everything like that. So, after that started happening, I started, and another thing a lot of people don't know, I was the last freshman to start. Um, At that time, we were losing every game. We only won eight games my freshman year. So- I remember. It got to the point where she was just switching lineups. She was just switching starting lineups, trying anything, trying anything, switching starting Ah. lineups. Um, So, everybody was getting a chance to start except me. I was the last freshman to get the chance to start. And, how many freshmen did y'all have on the team? We had it was four at the time.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, it was four of us, and so everyone, even but even players that was like bench players, like they were even they even got the chance to start before me. So. Um, and I'm talking about these players that when we were in practice like they were always the reason why we were running again because they weren't making that time like, <laughs> they even got the chance to start with women. That's so funny. it was we were playing we I don't know we had a game and I did really well and it was we, we was at uh, Central Arkansas and we had a game and then she put me in a starting lineup that game and I was like really shocked and then from the month when I was a freshman in the month of February my uh my points per game average went up like seven seven points and then when we played southeastern i scored i scored 30 points that was my career that was my season high in my in my freshman year i scored 30 right. points and then um after that i started and then oh and so when i was having these i was i was getting to the point i was so frustrated with not playing and things like that so then coach reed asked me she was like what's been up with you i see you've been frustrated i was like Y'all asked me, what are my individual goals and what are my team goals? And I said, as an individual goal, I told y'all I want to be freshman of the year. And I was like, I honestly don't feel like I'm being put in a position to achieve that goal. So she tells me, I've never seen a freshman of the year come from a losing program. I said, okay, I will show you better than I can tell you. And Uh-oh. There, and then from there, that's when I started getting in the gym more with Coach E and doing all my extra workouts and stuff like that. And we didn't make it to... We didn't make it to um, we didn't make it to the conference uh, tournament because we needed to beat Southeastern. Southeastern was like the number one team in the conference. We needed to beat them, and we actually beat them that last game. But then Sam Houston, wow. Sam Houston beat a team. Sam Houston would have had to lose, and then we would have to beat Northwestern. We did our part and beat Northwestern, but Sam Houston ended up winning, so they ended up going. And in the eighth, in the eight seed, and then actually Sam Houston ended up getting the runner up in the tournament that year because they ended up playing Northwestern in the championship game. That was crazy. But um, but yeah, then after all of that, uh, I actually ended up being freshman year, my freshman year.
0: From and a losing team. From nah. I actually
1: ended up being freshman year, my freshman year. Um, And then it was pretty much my sophomore year. I, it was like a lot of adversity too because I actually rolled my ankle really, really bad during practice, two weeks before our first game. And it should have taken me like maybe a month, four to six weeks to recover for, for, from it. but um, we played Texas. No, 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 we played TCU my first the first game of my freshman year and I was playing and it was rough. My sophomore year was kind of rough um you know, I was just coming off of my freshman year that was really well and I had gotten complacent. And then my, my, my sophomore year was really it was pretty rough um, and I I got third team on conference. So then my, my my junior year it was like okay I need to do better. Junior right. year I broke records. My junior year I really like really set the tone for me. Um, my junior year I broke records. I broke the record for most points scored in the game. Uh, I had forty five points. Uh, in that same game I broke the record for most threes. Forty
0: five.
1: Uh, yeah. Forty
0: five. Yes. That's buckets, girl. God yeah.
1: dang. The game. It's crazy. I remember I was 16 for 32 from the field. I was 9 for 18 from the 3 point line. That game, <laughs> I had, that game, I had, um, I also broke the record for most threes made in the game, which was 9. Um, I currently still hold that record. I still hold the record for most points made in the game. Uh, also in my junior year, I joined the 1,000 point club, and I think also in my junior year, I moved up to second all-time in uh in scoring and then uh I ranked seventh in the nation in scoring my junior year um yeah I remember that yes yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of records I broke my junior year then same with my senior year. my senior year, I feel like it could have gone a little better but for the most part uh I feel like I did pretty well my senior year so you
0: so you went from being freshman of the year to player of the year
1: <laughs> <And then laughs> you mean something pre- it's crazy. I actually did not get Player of the Year. My I got first. You team all did
0: conference. it. You, you did it. You did it. In my book. But anyway, go ahead.
1: <laughs> A lot of people were saying that I got first team all conference. And yeah, my junior year, I actually probably should have been. I was so hurt that I did not get Player of the Year my junior year. I was actually crying when I found out I did not get it because I was so upset. Um, they ended up giving it to this girl. Her name is. Her name was Taylor. Uh, she went to. What team? She what team was she playing for? SFA Stephen of Boston.
0: Yeah, but that just motivated you for, for yeah. your pro career, though, didn't it? Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so my senior year, same thing. Uh, it got to a point where I started getting um, messages from agents, and I was like, Oh, this right. is getting this is getting serious. I'm getting messages from agents, so it's like the recruiting process all over again. So like so right, right. messages from agents and everything like that. And it wasn't until my uh coach Davenport received the email from the Connecticut Sun that they wanted to see me at the official WA combine I was like, Okay, this is really getting real Like th- and then I saw my <laughs> name I saw my name on the mock draft board and right. I was like, this is really, really getting real. So, uh it was a great experience. I wouldn't trade LSU not recruiting me, I wouldn't trade um going to UNO, I wouldn't trade that for anything because everything happens for a reason. I really think I really believe that God placed me at UNO for a reason um, to I just do too. create my own path at, at UNO, which I feel like I did. Um, it was funny. I was talking to Coach E this morning. I was asking him. I was like, "So, Coach E, when are y'all gonna uh, retire my jersey?" And right. I, <laughs> he was laughing about it, but he said um, it's definitely gonna get done. They actually don't let anyone wear number twenty-two anymore at UNO. So. Um, uh look at that. From, from, from,
0: look, from being lightly recruited to numbers retired playing professional basketball boy yeah, so heart and perseverance people don't understand right heart and perseverance people just understand that and that's, and that's why I wanted your story on, on this podcast because I was like you know what kids can listen to this and learn you know everybody want to go to the big time uh, schools when sometime you'd be better off going to a smaller D1 school and it's, and it's you know
1: what tough. I mean it's tough uh, you Many days where I was just crying, many days where I was just frustrated, many days where I was just really ready to give up, and I just never did because I knew I, I was working hard, I knew I was gonna get there eventually. But, um, I'm still chasing one more, one more dream, still chasing one more goal, and that's to play in the league in the WA on uh over here. I'm still working towards that. Uh, I don't know you how my, I don't know how you probably my, I don't know how you my, I know what.
0: If it's meant to be it'd will be. you probably make more money where you're at anyway.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's that's what that's what I'm
0: working on now. But you know, um Well Randy, you know what? I am so proud of you. I, I think I probably tweeted a thousand times and make sure you tell your moms I said what's happening. Do you got any advice that you would give to a lot of these twenty twenty ones that you know have limited offers and no offers right now? Just keep
1: just keep working hard and keep uh, persevering, uh, that's really the, really the thing that will get you through, is like, if you know you're working hard, at the end of the day, I always tell people, um, whatever is for you, whatever God has for you, there's nothing no one can do to Take that from you. Not nothing you can do. Uh, your coaches, nothing, anyone. So whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen in its own time. So just because you may not see it right now doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. Just because you don't feel anything moving, that is not that not, does not mean that your name is not being mentioned in in rooms that you haven't even stepped foot in. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. Just keep working. Keep. Keep chasing your dream, and everything is gonna work out. If it's for you, you will get it. You might not get it when you want it, but you will get it in due time if it is for you. If your name is on it, it is gonna get to you. Like there's nothing you can do. I don't care how many times you work, you messed up. I don't care. If it's if your name is on it already, and if, if that's what God has for you, that's where He wants you to be. Then you're gonna get there. You know what I'm saying? So just keep working, yep. keep being, keep being, being persistent, and everything is gonna be a.
0: Man, that's a gem right there, girl. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast, and and you know I love you, man. I always always pushed for you and fought for you, and I knew that you was gonna get everything you wanted because you always showed me that you had the heart to do whatever you wanted to do, <laughs> and you made it work. I, I'm just so proud of you, kid. It's um, hard. I tell I tell people all the time. I joke and tell people all the time I'm gonna
1: write a book one day because of everything.
0: No, you, you, you should. You should write a book. In fact, you need some help, let me know. I got you. All right, thanks. Anything you need. But Randy, Brown, uh, what, what, so praying for you uh, a speedy recovery so you can get back across the water, make a couple of dollars, and, and, and live out your dream. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Much uh, mad respect and love, kid. I appreciate you taking the time to come on the Ball and Gym Podcast. I appreciate
1: you for having me.
0: Thank you, kid. Appreciate it.